And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening. Ray Sammons here, and welcome back to The Impression Podcast, here with one of my usually absentee co-hosts, Zavi. Zavi, welcome back, and uh, welcome back to MySpace. Hey, it's been a long time, my brother. I, I appreciate you. All right, so uh, Zavi, uh, you want to tell the folks a little bit about the episode we're going through today and introduce our guests? Absolutely, absolutely. So today's episode is called The Long Game. Right. There's a lot of concepts that we're going to discuss today that is going to hit a multitude of different audiences from business to uh, relationship wise to technology to our typical life, health, wealth uh, across the board. But I do want to take the liberty of introducing our two special guests. So to my right, I want to introduce Reality Reno. Miss Reno. How you doing? How you doing? Uh I feel honored to be on the show. I want to thank you guys for giving me this beautiful opportunity, once in a lifetime opportunity. Oh, thank you for um, being here. Oh, well, thank you guys. Uh, like you said, my name is Reality Reno, uh, your neighborhood friendly. Uh, I am the CEO of my own uh, radio live music review show, uh, Reno TV, uh, where I myself review underground music artists and give them the support that the underground music artists don't get. Um, so I came to provide that a platform where you can get an experience on my show uh, that you wouldn't get in the limelight and still feel like the superstar you always wanted to feel like. You, you so, bring you bringing it above ground. You're taking the underground. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We're taking the underground. And we, he said what he said. He said you go to a whole nother level. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so, yep, yeah, yep. man, that's that's what I want to provide and give back uh, to the youth. And just show the youth something. You can do something different uh, without going, you know, down into your bag um, and get out of any situation doing something positive. So, uh, fighting awesome. for the youth. I like that. All I like that. Sir. It's all about the youth. And on my left hand side, I got D Molly. You got the flow, brother. All right. I am Damali Alleman. I'm your local neighborhood recruiter. I am currently active duty. Um, I'm just happy to be here, you know, just getting down into these topics, just learning about each other and just grow. You got to grow. There's a lot of impacts that, you know, in the recruiting realm that you guys caveat off on with schools, businesses. I mean, there, there's a, a whole realm that you guys touch upon. And I hope we get to touch upon a little bit of that in the episode. But before we even do that, I want to throw it straight back to my brother. Because I, I just love hearing your voice, right, man. Come on, man. We got to put this here, bro. I'm I'm just excited to hear all the different kind of opinions that we have going on, you know, from the personal fitness sphere to a little bit of the music and creating your own, you know, CEO sphere uh, and business. And especially when we get back to you, Damali, about the um, about the recruiting side. I've seen a lot, especially being, you know, active duty mm -hmm. uh, myself. Uh, not for long. But... Uh, <laughs> seeing the recruiters be very successful because what they teach you in recruiting school is directly translative skills to the business world, how to read people, where to get your red flags. And we'll kind of touch on that a little bit later. Um, but I, I really like what I see, especially from the recruiting corps. Um, not any of those horror stories that I've heard from some <laughs> of my OSs or other Navy people that have gone recruiting at different times and what, mm -hmm. what recruiters will do and say just to get you to go places. Uh, but just the people skills aspects. I think that's that's really great foundation to set up with people. Um, so moving forward with the long game, the long game. I, I think it's safe to say that everybody has their short game and their long game. Everybody has their end goal. And even if it might not be the ultimate end goal, because once you reach it, you might still keep pushing the finish line. 
I think it's good to kind of see where you get set up and where your milestones are and how to move forward with that. Um, so I'm, I want to kind of start with the personal training realm because uh, people ask a lot about starting off at corporate, like why it's done, this, that, the other. Um, why don't you just go straight to training somebody out of your garage? Um, easy money, you know, set up in there. And it, it has a lot to do with um, just doing things the right way, right? So you have to set up your short game to do the long game, right? You just don't walk up to the golf tee with a putter and just, and just swing away at it. You have to practice your every single stroke on how to get there. Um, so the corporate gym shows you how a gym works, operations, how personal training works, how sales work what is actually available to you, what are going to be the differences in what you have in an at-home gym versus what you have available there. Um, then you also get the rapport, you get the um, prestige, you get the, you know, the acknowledgement that you are a subject matter expert, you have the references kind of behind it, and you put a little something on your resume. Next thing you kind of move forward to is the independent contracting gyms, and then you see how that changes. Because now you're not working for corporate, you're setting your own prices, a little bit more of your own boss, CEO type. Um, how does that gym work? What's the business aspect of that look like? Then you might want to open up your own location, kind of go from there, online training platform, build your own gym. You just, it kind of just keeps going and spreading. Um, and you know the, the off-side streets that you could take just to get it going are endless as to where you want to go. But setting yourself up that way, it just takes all these, all these little things and you keep, you know, it's like the fundraiser thermostat. You keep filling it up until you get to where right. you want to go. Right? Yeah. Um, and you're just always checking. Um, so I'd like to pass it right here to my left. And I want to ask you when it comes to your milestones, what, what keeps you in check? How do you know if you're filling your thermometer, right? How do you know if you're, if you're feeding the right, you know, thermometer, if it's actually a side, a side thing, that's not, not fulfilling your true long game. Um, well, it depends on how you grew up. You know, I've, I've grew up in churches in urban areas and I've mm -hmm. seen a thermometer filled mm -hmm. and we never got a doorknob on the door. Mm -hmm. So where'd that mm -hmm. money go? I, see, I was used to the basket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you know I was, I mean? I was yeah. used to the basket. Yeah. 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 They just, then they just look at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all you with, got. With your, with your mama. <laughs> with, with, your, with your mama. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I was always... Right. No, for real. But um uh, on a serious note, um, how do I know? Um like you said, with the long game, it's I think of it as always as a long game. And you have to build your short terms within that long game. Right. So when I know um I'm being fulfilled with my long game, is my results. It's not hard. The the <laughs> easiest thing is my results. But your results are your results. Mm -hmm. I think what people get confused is, is they mix their results with somebody else's. Setting mm -hmm. setting your own metrics. Setting your own mm -hmm. metrics, meaning mm -hmm. in the rapper world, stay mm -hmm. in your own lane. Yeah. No. You know, stay in your own. Why are you? People will confuse their results with don't. He did the same thing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And and he's a millionaire and he's, that's crazy. Yeah. He, the key word is he. He, not me. Mm -hmm. Not me. Mm -hmm. I can do. I could have did without meeting you guys, tried my own thing. But if I've known it, would have never met you guys. I would have never seen how you guys do what you do, but this is what you do. Mm -hmm. Just because I want to do this doesn't mean I'm going to be doing this, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's end games are different. Mm -hmm. I just think we have to focus on our own results. On your craft. On your craft. If mm -hmm. you work on what they say, 10,000 hours, you can master anything, mm -hmm. right? I've probably spent over 40,000 hours on what I do yeah. in my music, and you can hear that. 
you can see that, you can feel that. My music isn't something that uh, you play it once and it's like, ah, uh, it was cool. So you're kind of mm-hmm. you're getting at to self-drive driven success. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're defining your own success. And that, that bleeds it into is instead of comparing yourselves to what, you know, the person next door has, as always is being happy with what you have as long as you made it where you want to be. Exactly. Coming from the gym, we're always, you know, that body dysmorphia things where it's always one more inch, lose one more pound, do one more thing. You, n- you never finish. Um, there was a, a Facebook meme, I think, a bunch of years ago, and it said that uh, being in the gym is crazy. It's being crazy. And the reason is, is because going in the gym is pushing yourself to failure every single day and then coming back and expecting different results. Now, the results eventually come but you still keep pushing yourself to the next form of failure because you you just keep going till you fail. And that's mm-hmm. a certain level of insanity, being able to fail over and over and over again until you're finally happy with it. But that kind that's of sounds like life a little bit, don't it? Yeah. Because if you push it, if you push it deeper into the aspect of life, it's like, we don't know why we're here. We just know we exist for a purpose and then we just keep going through life. And then we keep pushing, pushing, pushing. And sometimes we'll push something that we expect to succeed at and we fail and we like, hold up. What happened? What did I do wrong? Right? Just like what you were saying about the gym. Right? And I fully agree with that. You know, you push to fail. So that's what we all doing, right? So, I actually good. like, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry to chime in on that. <laughs> but, but you guys hit it on the nail with the push to fail. And he's absolutely right. That's very valid. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's why they call me Reno. Because <laughs> I look from the other side. What's failure, though? Mm-hmm. That's actually a good question. If I'm going to the gym every day pushing, am I really failing or am I winning? Mm. The day yeah. I don't go is the fail. It's all yes. on the twist. Yes. It's all on the twist. How, the, you, how you spin it. <laughs> but the question is, did you stop trying? Mm. Most people, even when it's coming into the business realm, hey, I want to start this new business. Cool. Great. A lot of these businesses are failing within the first year. They ain't got no structure. Or maybe they were on Facebook. They were like, hey, I can create this business in like mere moments but they don't realize in the backside what has actually contributed. And that person perfected their craft. So it's missing a specific element that's there. So when they don't gain that aspect or they, they don't get that fulfillment, I didn't make this much money. I didn't reach this milestone in the same time period as this person. They like, well, I tried. And that's where I constantly get every single time mm-hmm. when people come up and they ask me, hey, Zavi, hey, I got this business idea, dog. Hey, I want you to, uh, can you invest? And when I turned around, I asked, hey, man, let me let me see what your business plan is. Let, let me let me see. Let me see through your eyes how you going to make the money. Right. And they feel distraught. They feel like I said something wrong. I've run into so many people that do that as well. And, you know, having a master's in business from Naval Postgraduate School, like one of my favorite classes was going over like the the pestle analysis, the political, the economic, the you know, the technologic and how to, how can that affect your business? And it has nothing to do with being a negative Nancy about how can your business fail. Mm-hmm. But even when I'm at the gym and you have your personal training directors and your personal training counselors, when I have a problem that I take to the personal training director, I, I then bring it to the counselors and I'm saying, you can't solve this, but your job is to try to be his job soon. So mm-hmm. I'm bringing to you all the crazy situations because guess what's going to happen? If you ever run into this again, you have the solution in your pocket you have already thought how to solve your way through it. And people don't realize that's what making a business plan is, mm-hmm. is exactly. how many ways can it go south mm. and what can you do to course correct? Mm. And you need to be able to think about that. 
um, somebody was talking about, you know, selling puppies. I was like, okay, what's the overhead cost? What's your sunk cost in having a puppy born? What happens if the puppy dies? You got to pay for this. You got to pay for that. How much is the vet fees? How much is this? And it was like, okay. Did a, then they did a research. Found out it was like two, $300 or whatever you take. I was like, okay, so you subtract that from your profit from mm-hmm. what you thought you was going to make. Because you can't, you can't plan for money you're not going to have. Mm-hmm. That's true. Especially when it's sales-based. Mm. Yeah. And do that and, and get caught with your pants down. That's not a good look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the reality behind it. Yeah. yeah. Most businesses, or should I say, mo- most business owners don't realize you start off alone. They think that as soon as they create a business, they're going to get the majority of their support from family. Mm-hmm. So they go and they ask their cousins, their uncles, their mamas, their daddies, and all the rest of these people that they think that since they supported me at this point, I got them in the bag. It, it didn't work out for Killmonger. It ain't going to work out. <laughs> it ain't going to work out. For real. But, like that. but that's the reality behind it. To be perfectly honest with you, every single time, every step of the way, most of my business started with that stranger that I met on the street, period. Like I pitched something that resonated with that person and they joined the team. Like I'm a I'm a video gamer too. I like this. I, I know you a gamer too. Mm. I know you a, don't play. I know you a gamer too. But <laughs> the cool thing about it is How's it start? Like you go in there, let's just say Call of Duty. You don't know nobody on that game at, at all, period. You hop into the lobby, you get there. People's, people looking at you because you're getting good. All of a sudden, you're on that mic. You're talking to people. You're recruiting them. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they, they join your clan. Well, you are looking at people with a good KD. That's You, you got to have a good KD to start, though. Otherwise, right? you're going to get recruited. That's, <laughs> right? But when you relate that aspect to the business world, business room, and, and the multifaceted that are here, it's the same exact way. We started alone and we built a team off strangers. These strangers resonated with that model that you promoted and that's why they came to you. But it goes to the, the, the it goes to a direction where if you don't have that confidence in that model, in that plan, it's hard. It's hard to get that back in. It's hard to get that sponsorship. It's hard to get those things that you need. So realistically, mm-hmm. a lot a lot of the failures that are happening out there is because they don't try. Mm-hmm. You just hit it on the nail again. Like with that, like, for instance, let's go to my music. Right. If I if, if I could say every, every every one of my tracks means something. That's because when I was writing it before I even picked the beat, when I wrote the lyrics, I said, I'm gonna write this and make it mean something. Mm-hmm. If I start there, just like if you're about to play basketball you or uh, you're uh, training for you know bodybuilding, you gotta start from the ground. If your words didn't mean nothing mm-hmm. when you wrote it, how can you expect to get energy from the outside draw mm-hmm. to this? 100. It's gonna sound like crap. Because you knew deep down that you was just writing to try to get some money. They're going to love me. I'm going to be one hit, smurder. Yeah. <laughs> they got this vision that they think is finna. And when those are the ones that try and it's done. Mm-hmm. Me, I knew. No, I ain't going to be no one hit. They're going to bump this in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the music, and if I tell you, the music that you guys listen to, right? Mm-hmm. They said they mm-hmm. liked it. Mm-hmm. That was three years ago. Mm-hmm. They ain't even heard the stuff I've made. <laughs> That's wild. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I've elevated. But the new stuff, y'all, ooh, it's chilling. To mm-hmm. even me, I get the chills. 
because I know yeah. I've elevated. So that's why you start with your base. Mm-hmm. You ever started with some food too salty? <laughs> you ever started? You ever started with the, the seasoning the first? Of, yeah, that's why people you ever say. Put the oh. Pot? oh, let me put that salt in there before you, you put yeah. anything in the pot. You, you know, like a little oh. chicken with your hot sauce. You know, so that's why you got to start with your great base. Mm-hmm. And that's going to start with you. See, I went to therapy, I actual therapy mm-hmm. for the things I've been through. So if you're not right from the core, from the soul, mm-hmm. period, whatever you're doing, that bad energy is going. Into yeah, they're mm-hmm. going to see it. That's one and you over here looking at me, well, I ain't doing it. Well, did you did you work through your problems, your trauma? Mm-hmm. Did you talk to your mom about that issue y'all had? Did mm-hmm. you work through your kids? You talk to your babies? Mm-hmm. So, so base, base before the salt. <laughs> and 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 building your own team right. of seasonings mm-hmm. to to put onto the base yeah. is is kind of what I'm saying. Um, a little bit of old bay, a little bit of garlic powder, you know, <laughs> Italiano here. Hey, right. I, like, I like my garlic powder. Mm-hmm. Adobo. Mm-hmm. Adobo. Adobo. Hey, calm down. Adobo. <laughs> calm down. You gotta get the accent. Mom said get the accent. Get the tender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a me. I'm out. So the Molly with the with the base because we're talking about making super teams here, and mm-hmm. and I, I think a lot of people in the U S. would argue the Marine Corps. Is mm-hmm. one of the ultimate super teams that we have. Mm-hmm. How does how does one go about recruiting? Like oh, some of the man. skills that they teach you with. I mean, we talked about picking people off the streets for business. You're mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. picking people off the streets mm-hmm. and engaging with people constantly. Mm-hmm. And, and you have you have to have a base, yeah. and a foundation yeah. set with these young men and women in yeah. order to even you know get them across so, the line onto easy. some footprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so on the premise of that, it's like. It's kind of like we talking about base, right? What does base look like? What does your foundation look like, right? So some of the things that I talk to young men, young men and women out here is, you know, from what I've, I've been taught as a young kid, right? Building your house on a bedrock and not on a plot of sand, right? So what significant does that mean? It makes it 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 kind of tells a story saying. Okay, I'm gonna build this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Like he said, just put words on paper. That doesn't mean anything. So I'm putting up sticks in the sand, I'm making my little rooms. My sandcastle is looking real nice right now. Right? Then once the waves come in, wash it all away. Mm. Right? So going back to talking to these kids, you talk to them, you find out what they're trying to build. Right? Then you find out what their foundation needs to look like. You find their long game. Yes, their long game. And then you game. show them the path. Bingo. Mm, hey, that's where you're going to see. That's is, why they call the me Reno. I'm looking. <laughs> I, I thought he was on what I was on. I'm like, there we go. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. What you mean? Hold on. Whoa. <laughs> now that's tricky. And I yeah. like that point yeah, of view. Yeah, yeah. But so that's why I recruited that, so much. Some Mandalorian shit. Yeah, he's that, he's, that, like, yeah, he's that, staring at him you're saying, a, you're this is Houdini. the way. You're a magician. That's what he said. That's why I'm a centurion. That's why <laughs> he's a magician with his work. He, I was, I was like, yeah, I'm waiting, and he got me. But I was gonna say, like, you signed up again. <laughs> <laughs> he's real. A whole, hey, another level, man. He's really taking it there. Um, I was gonna say, as far as that goes, um, I would like if I want to. So I do music. If I want you to listen to my music, I'm not gonna talk to you about my music. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like if I'm a, if I'm religious, I'm not gonna talk to you about the Bible. Exactly. If I want to sell a car, I'm not going to talk to you about none of these cars on the lot. Mm-hmm. We're going to go somewhere else and show you what type of person I am and why I'm even doing this. Why you should, why you need this. I like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, if it's like, right, if you want to get a, a, a bug with Raid, you don't say, ah, <laughs> with the Raid, you go, 
<laughs> he's low. What is it? He's dead. The, the you don't know what he's doing. The, the misdirection. Um, hey, look at my hand, Roach. He's dead. You know, put him to sleep. Uncle did that in that Jackie Chan. <laughs> he looked like that. Jackie Chan he looked, why he look? You already knew. You already knew what was coming. <laughs> Uncle said, "Uncle said, look at the hands." And he kicked him. He goes, "You're looking at the hands. We should have been looking at the foot." <laughs> but what are you talking you, about that other day? We <laughs> <but laughs> were talking about that other day too. That's, that's how you did it. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you think about it, right? Misdirection yeah. has been around all our lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That clown at the parties wasn't for the kids. Mm -hmm. it was so they can direct them from the parents drinking and smoking. That's true. Of the pinata. You notice the, the parents are gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just the guy holding the thing and they, we hitting it. Now, there's okay. no parents around us. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> give them come back the cake. Directly, <laughs> directly tied to what you want to talk, that you were just talking about, about how with your music, you ain't going to talk that, right? With me, with personal training, it is the complete opposite world. I work out at the gym mm -hmm. so people can see me working out at the gym. They need to see the knowledge. I call it working on the human billboard. Right. Uh, we for Halloween, I wore a costume every single day. We had people sign up saying they wanted to look like Goku. The, the guy here that looks like Goku, like they just signed up for it because it's a visual aesthetic that you have to see. You go come up and talk to me. You want to talk supplements. You want to talk nutrition. You want to talk about uh, rep sets, hypertrophy, uh, all these different things. They, they want to hear the knowledge and it's constantly talking, but it's always it, it's a bait. It's not a misdirect. It's a bait. It's like, I'm not going to give you my rep sets. I'll correct your form. Mm -hmm. right. I'll talk to you a little bit about this supplement. I'm not going to tell you how often. Right. I'm not going to tell you when to when to process off or what that looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, it's you, you got to pay for the services. Yeah. So mm -hmm. everybody wants that free that free nibble. Mm -hmm. I, free. You, 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 I can see the bobber go, but mm -hmm. I'm going I'm to I'm wait to hook you. Mm -hmm. And then when you're in the bucket, I'll give you the rest. Right. See, I'm, not, I'm the type of person that, see, I, and I'm I, valid. I love it. But I, I go into a different way. I'm all about, hey, I work out. You don't have to work out. But hey, I want to watch. I want you to show this video about what um, the, the effects of not working out will do for you or mm -hmm. what the mental can do mm -hmm. or what alcoholism will do. And that all starts from your physical fitness. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. you don't get up and get out and do it, you're going to turn into this alcoholic. You're going to go I want to show you everything that can have a negative impact on your life. And so you can see where you can end up, where your kids can end up, where your mama, your dad, everybody in your life can end up. Mm -hmm. If you don't start with physical fitness. Yeah. But you don't have to go to the gym. I do. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to eat, right? I, I do it. I wanted to bring it up mm. because the approach that y'all take with the misdirect and then like, obviously you don't call it the bait and switch like right. with mine, but neither one of those is wrong. It's mm -hmm. the greatest thing. And it, it comes back to those 40,000 hours of perfecting your craft is if you have the one that works for you, it's, it's a little bit of identity mm -hmm. identifying which approach is going to work in your, you know, sector of business that you're in and then using that to your advantage. Yep. Yeah. There you go. It's so it's, it's more so, it's more so about, you know, how it's not so much about the misdirect, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's a good thing. It's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing, mm -hmm. right? Because at the end of the day, we are our own enemy. And we could be our own friend, right? So at the end of the day, sometimes we just need that extra help. You know, back in the day, I watched that movie with the high school lean on me, mm. right? It's all about somebody coming in, being that second hand for you and say, hey, you're going to damage yourself if you keep going this way. Cutting but through the not, negative. Exactly. Yeah. But you're not doing it in a way where they say, who the hell is this guy? What do he know? But you're doing a misdirect so you could be like, all right, welcome. I'm welcome. I'm 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 listening. I'm being I'm being heard. 
and I know what he wants me to do and I can see it. And then now yeah. you sell them and then you close it. And then now you have a new client and I have a new recruit. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. So, so that's talking about active listening. Mm-hmm. That's what he's referring to. Mm-hmm. Right. People honestly just want to be heard. Like, let's let's be real here. You sit down, you sit down with a client that's there. They probably sat through a multitude of uh, trainers, a multitude of promoters, a multitude of business uh, or entre- entrepreneurships and recruiters and whatever it may be. But for some strange reason, they got to you. Why? Why would they actually go to you? I've seen Ray in the gym every single time. You know what he gives? Care. What he does is he actually takes a little bit of time. And, and I was over there. We'll probably show some footage of Ray training me at some point. <laughs> well, not from the beginning, but maybe maybe part two or part three. Right. But the one thing that and I ain't trying to blow up your ego, but the one thing that he does every single time is very, very consistent with his personality. And this is why he will sit there and he'll just have a conversation with you before you even work out. How's your family doing? Your mom's okay? Everything that you've had a conversation with him on, every time you go to visit him, he always remembers something about you. So the training becomes everything about you. So you go in there, you working. Yeah, you probably only got 30 minutes an hour of time. You don't even realize that you even working out because he over there making you laugh. He's talking about multi-different dynamics from things that can actually be applicable to your life to something that's just totally hysteric. Like, comics or anime or anything just to get your mind off the pain so you can go ahead and rep your set real quick reno going in the music industry you know i I have music out there as well but from you know music artist uh, music artist to music artist it's a hard game out there Mm -hmm. everybody and their mama trying to produce music Mm -hmm. everybody think they good Mm. Right? Mm. They mama out there is literally saying, My baby is winning. Oh. Have you heard your baby music? Have you have you seen <laughs> beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> that, and you right? wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> but we but we living in a day and age where you could chat GPT your lyrics now. That realism, that relatability that you talk about is gone. That human, that human factor that people are thriving for is diminished. All right. Going into the recruiting realm, me, myself, I was a recruiter as well. You know, I may have not been as good as my boy over here, but but nonetheless, he's over there working on the long game, talking to the kids about how's your family first? Is your mom okay? Is your father okay? You know, if you're in a relationship, hey, are you okay? Before he even sends that that child, that person, that future military service member down to MEPS, he's already worrying about them. That way, when they go and they transition, guess what he's saying? I got your back. Your mom and your dad will be okay because they're going to send you letters. Yeah, mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be, be taken care of so that you can go and achieve your goals and your dreams. And that's the same concept that I'd be trying to relate to just business personnel. And I think that's a good, exactly perfect spot to go and hit one of our segments that we've been trying to implement, <sighs> keeping it routine. Mm. Ooh. Mm. You talked about a routine that I have had every time you've seen me in a training capacity, a routine that you had as a recruiter, a routine that you've seen in the music industry, 
that there is always routines. And we bring this up and we ask all of our guests this because, and it can change. Some of it's like your daily routine. Some of it's like when in your business routine or just routines you've seen in others that you're trying to achieve. But what is a routine that you hold near and dear that you think keeps you on track going for the long game? Hmm. I know um, you didn't think it was going to get thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, no, no, no. no as, as, as I'm trying to figure out how to put this, um, I'm very spontaneous. I don't like to keep things routine. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, being routine is kind of can put you in a complacency. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of feel like if I have a certain amount of, if I have a routine. I'm like, going to mess them up here in a minute. Watch. That means <laughs> <laughs> you did already. <laughs> if I got a routine, that just means I, I'm, I'm just doing something complacent. But as far as like a normal everyday thing, I have to make sure I log on to my computer. Mm-hmm. Me logging onto my computer, looking into my stream, going live on my radio show, keeps me on track. Yeah. That what makes me mm-hmm. makes me feel like okay, I'm still doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm gonna bring it full circle. You're checking your self-defined success. Mm-hmm. You're checking on your milestones, right? So that's that's your routine. And when I said I was gonna mess you up, <laughs> purposefully being spontaneous is a routine. Is a routine, <laughs> right? <laughs> So you make sure that you don't necessarily stay in your swim lane. How did I exit my swim lane today? Right. What exposure am I grabbing from something that I don't normally do? What experience can I gather? How can I apply that to my life? You're, it's, it's knowledge gathering. Mm-hmm. And it's all, about, it's all about that spin. I totally understand mm-hmm. that part. But you know, it's, it's funny. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with being spontaneous as a routine, if you do it right, right? So I get where you're coming from when it's saying spontaneous. It's mm-hmm. gonna be similar to routine, but for me, like I have no routine, and it's not spontaneous. It's just living life. It's like what Bruce Lee said: "Be like water." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if y'all if y'all don't understand how how my my lingo just came out relating to water, is I'm from New York, so New York water. So so it's like being like water, just going with the flow because. Again, with recruiting duty, it teaches you a lot about human dynamics, right? So it teaches you a lot about human brain and all that stuff. Because I was recruiting in Connecticut, right? Mm-hmm. Then I moved to, you know, a little bit in Massachusetts. And now I'm on a totally different coast. I'm on the West Coast, right? When I first started that evolution, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I cannot do what I did in New York. Because, again, like what my man over there said, right? right? Building a routine, right? If I build a routine and then I transfer that routine to the West Coast, how successful would I be? Mm. Right? And that's, and I tried it, right? I tried it for the first couple months and you can ask him. I told him about it a couple yeah. times, yeah. right? It's horrible. And what I did was I let it go. I let everything go. I was like, whoop, new scenery, new coast, new everything, new people, new energy. Let's yeah. go. Boom. Wash everything away. Oh. And every single day was different. Every single moon was different. I got to work different times, even though I was late. <laughs> right. Different time, but I always do some. It's just, I just go with the flow. There was no like pre plan. It's just, I get up and I go and I know exactly where I need to go. So the routine was me going from my, from, from where I live to where I need to be. Whatever happened between there and here, I have no idea. Between <laughs> after I get there to get to the next school, I have no idea. 
So the routines are going to these locations, but anything in between it is all natural and yeah. all organic. Now, mm. now Zavi, I'm gonna want you to to chime in on this for a minute uh, with the, uh, the the every ninety days, mm. <laughs> but and how that can kind of affect your teens. But mm. in training, we have this thing called periodization. Mm-hmm. So you have a macro plan. You got a years long long plan, right? Mm. If you went into the gym every single day and you did the same full body workout, do you think you're gonna see the results in a year? You might see something, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna see the results because your body gets used to things, mm-hmm. maybe too used you're to right. things. So you have to write a six week plan within that six week plan. Every two weeks, something changes. You, you know the routine, mm-hmm. we've been through it. And you have to do certain things to kind of shock the body. Mm-hmm. You have people that do compound workouts. You have people that do push pull days. You have people that are like me, a little bit more isolationist, where we like to hit one muscle group at a time. It's still routine. Mm-hmm. I might not hit the gym every single day exactly at 11 a.m., but I'm going to the gym every single day. Mm. Life comes and life hits, mm. but I got to hit the gym. If you're on a diet or you try to do some cleanse or you're doing like whatever mm. it is you may be that has to go on. I mean, hey, we eat three meals a day almost every single day. Like it's, mm. there, there's some sort of routine or you know you're going to sleep. Mm-hmm. At what point you're going to sleep or what helps you get there. Like the, the routines come. The water, The water is just... I feel like it's what's filling in between as we go through periodizations mm. to be able to find what then works for you. Mm-hmm. And I want I want you, Zavi, to kind of talk a little bit more about that 90-day, how that works with people's just like natural flow of lives. Mm. I'm actually get get a little assistance from my brother over here because he knew about the 90-day plan too. <laughs> so we one of the establishments that was uh, always discussed when I was on recruiting duty was the the 90 day hits. Circumstances change every 90 days, right? Realistically, circumstances are, are going to change regardless. You know, we get older, it doesn't matter where it's going to be. However, when it, when it pertains to a client, an applicant, uh, you know, a, the, the same, same client, right? You know, and, and even a new, a new music artist, right? Mm-hmm. You want to put them on some level of gauge to, determine their success. And we do that on that 90 day push. So what happens is in in the first 30 days, we are compressing everything. Like we're telling you, go, 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 go. We don't even want you to think. We just want you to respond to exactly this circumstance in those 30 days. So for in, in my realm, it will be okay. All right, based off your your business plan and your initial setup, all right, did we set up everything? Did we establish your LLC? Do you know how everything's going to work? Uh, you know, what's your what's your vision? What does that look like? You know, what what's your what's your core movement? What does that look like? You know, did did you create a business plan? You don't need it doesn't need to be completely articulated, but mm-hmm. did you create the administrative aspects that you're going to utilize within a small frame here? How are you going to get clients? You know, we're, we're setting ground, initial groundwork so that they can start their work. But we're breaking that even down into, all right, these are goals and milestones on these periodic weeks. You got 30 days. More commonly, you got four weeks. What are you doing in the first four weeks? Because believe it or not, those first four weeks are going to affect the 60 day mark and then eventually affect the 90 day mark. Right. 
So that's what we're doing in that aspect of time in order to build that success so that by the time that you complete the 30 days, from the point where you started to that 30-day mark, how much ground did you cover? Did you complete those milestones? That way, when you get to the end of the 60-day mark after your milestones, prog progressively, did you make anything? What changed? Okay. Besides the season. <laughs> yeah, besides <laughs> the season. Right. right? That 60-day mark is shocking. But when they get to the 90-day mark in that transition before that revolution on the next 90 days for those pushes, did you meet your 90-day result? If you did not, then something is in that broken lane. Did you take a few extra hours of sleep? Did you actually do what was actually in your plan? Or did you cut corners? Did you stop hitting that snooze button? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Be because realistically, people go to their jobs, they, they clock in late sometimes, right? Be like, oh man, you know what? I got I got a 30, 30 minute break. You know, it's all good. You know, I can clock in a little bit late. But your, your employer is asking you to be there at that time frame because they have milestones that they need to hit that you're not even in view of. That's, that's a hot topic right now mm. with the employment world. Uh, I'll, I'll have all three of your thoughts come up on that. But they mm. say, if, if you're working me from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. or like whatever the time frame is, like employers want you to show up and then when the clock strikes eight, you start your work. A lot of the workforce nowadays is like, nah, that means I'm walking in the door at eight. But there's a difference in the mindset between being on the computer ready to do what you got to do or whatever your job may be right. versus mm. walking through the door, getting your coffee, setting your bag down, mm. going to the restroom, like uh, checking my emails and making sure you're set up for the day. You didn't have any hot button taskers. Right. It's a little bit different. Mm. So that's going into unproductive time. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I, that is one subject that that hurts my soul. But <laughs> I'm going to throw this to my brother because how many times on the duty was discussed unproductive time? Throw that out there. Man. Oh. Oh. Like, that's one of the terminologies I hate the most, right? They say unproductive time. I don't believe that there's no such thing as unproductive time. And here's here's why, right? If you If you physically just stop working and not do anything, why did you do that in the first place? Mm. Are you tired? Do you need a reset? Do you need more energy? All right? So you're stopping for a reason. If not, then what, what are you going to be doing? You're going to keep pushing. Right? So there's no such thing as unproductive time. Right? Like, one thing that came to my, into my little spectrum, right? They mentioned, it was like, hey, so what have you been doing? Uh, when you drive from one place to the next point place, is that unproductive time? I was like, no, it's not. He was like, yeah, but you're not doing nothing in relation to recruiting. I was like, who said, who said that? Right? Oh, you're not car, making phone cars got phones nowadays. No, no, no. <laughs> no yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get that, right? Yeah. So so they say, well, I usually make phone calls, right? Yeah. But just because if I don't make phone call, am I being unproductive? Right? If I don't, if I'm not talking to somebody in relation to recruiting, is that unproductive? Right? Because I feel, and, and yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's so many years that we ourselves sitting here has no accountability for. Mm -hmm. And it's more than four years. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Right? So when when we talk to these kids, 
And I'm like, look, the first year is you accustomed, you, you being shocked and you being awakened. The next year is you building, right? The next year after that is mastering. And the next year is you trying to figure out what you're going to do next, because you already know what your next step is going to be because of the plan. You execute something or you could just blow all of it. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we've, we've talked a lot um, about how to engage with people and what it looks like in our long game plans. What's some red flags uh, that uh, you see when you go for it? Uh, we said we were going to talk about red flags across the board. Yes. Um, don't get me on my gaslighting rant <laughs> about uh, what that actually means, but Zavi's heard it before. Um, but for you in the business realm of, of your CEO-ness, when you're engaging with somebody else, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be in a relationship aspect or it's in a business aspect, or you need somebody to do something for you, a business partnership, mm -hmm. um, what's a red flag that just really jumps out at you that you're like, eh, this guy's not the one. Well, um, you know, as becoming the CEO of your own company and you, you start to see things different. Like um, before I was looking at all these other artists like me as other artists, you know, when I created my own brand, my own CEO, and now I'm looking at these artists. Yeah, we're the same, but you guys don't have the same drive because if my business is to take your music, right? You could be sleeping with someone. You can be playing video games. You can be sleep. Uh, you could be at work. You could be doing whatever you want to do. And, Reno TV is streaming your music no matter the time of day of hour. Mm -hmm. And I propose that to you like, hey, here's a one-time fee. I can do something nobody's doing for you and never going to do it ever. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? Call your mom right now. See if she's playing uh, Don't Leave You right now. Mm -hmm. Your favorite, your, that song she says her favorite, she's not. But Reno, we will, we will, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, mm -hmm. give you support, right? Mm -hmm. If I pitch that to you, right? Because I used to be an artist before I became a CEO of my own stuff, right? And you don't say anything, just read it, seeing it, and that doesn't wow you, that's a red flag as an artist. Communication. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For one, the communication. For two, you don't even believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. This is the sweetest deal of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. I got this deal a while ago, and guess what? I paid for it, and guess what? My views and my subs went up. Mm -hmm. The results were there. Mm -hmm. All organic. Mm. These are real people. I was invited into groups with all kinds of promoters and beat makers and producers from all Africa and New uh, Zealand and Scotland and you know, all these people. Mm. So it's like, are you going to take your chances? And when you see that, that's a red flag for me. If you're not as driven as I am about your craft, mm -hmm. that's a huge red flag. Mm -hmm. You know, you ever try to beg somebody to work out like your family member? <laughs> <laughs> She, you know, training my, that my, is? My red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's... that's the spot, man. Which one? Just, just, well, we're just, we're just going to go in the workouts here. Okay. <laughs> I can see your memories, bro. <laughs> no, 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 um, there's, I tell everybody, I have a much more enjoyable time with my clients that thoroughly want to be there. They want to put in the work. They want to do the homework. They want to know more. They're, they're thirsty for what's going on. It's a much more enjoyable experience all, all the way around. My clients that signed up for it because they want to turn into Thor in two months. And they're just like, I'm in here. I'm like, okay, what are you doing when you're not with me? You're paying to see me once a week. Uh, I need to come in more. 
I'm like, you're not doing any, you're not doing anything. Else. How's your diet? Is uh, just whatever. I minimize some calories or whatever. Or the doc tells them that they need to come in for themselves for their health. The doctor says it's healthy, so I'm here. I had this one client. I was it was like a it was like an eight pound exercise, and they're like, I can't do it. This is heavy. I'm like, your car door weighs more than this. What what are you what are you saying to me <laughs> mm-hmm. right now? If there's if there's that lack of effort. <laughs> I'm like, this, 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 is no, it, this is no longer fun. Yeah. If, you put, if you have if you have six over here and you, and you have six over, you just kind of look at them. Um, mm-hmm. Those are those are mostly my bigger red flags. People that put in the headphones and I just stand. They just want me to point at things and then they go do it and then they don't want to hear about like the science behind it, what we're doing, why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what your next goals are. Where do you want to move from here? It's, it's a conversation about it. It's still the customer care, mm-hmm. but it's like to just put in the headphones and they're all just lifting and I'm like, how's that weight? Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What'd you say? I was like, oh, I'm counting for him. Eight, nine, ten. Stop. Stop it. You did 72. What? That's, <laughs> that's not how you're going to progressive overload. You're going to be overloaded, oh, overtrained. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you need to be able to, there's no telling them otherwise. That's, but, that's almost heartbreaking. That's, that. That, it is. It's my red flags. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's a business too. So you, you get the people that, you know, <sighs> just like somebody told me they had a uh, online streaming service for personal training. They're like, I made X amount of money off the seven. I was like, oh, like let's, let's go in. I was like, well, what are you going to do for me? I was like, well, I have the physical footprint. I got about 80 clients. I have people that would come to your gym, log in, check in, testimonials. I, I, you got all the good, good. You got people that can wear your shirts. Like, that, that's, that's where that comes from. That's where you need a physical footprint and an online footprint. That's something somebody bought forever ago that they forgot is still on their credit card. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, and it just auto renews. I was like, "How do you know anybody's even watching you do things?" Right. You don't. They just bought it because they thought it was a good deal at thirty dollars, thirty nine ninety nine. This too can be yours. Right. <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, that too can be mine." And right. then they bought it, and they forgot about it. And three years later, they've given you how much money? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's all about that give and take, right? So, but how about in recruiting, Damali? Like, what's when you have a uh, possible recruit come up to you? Mm-hmm. When when do you? Kind of be like skirt, mm. like it's too much red flag. Like the 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 core in you might not get along. So um, it's funny because I like my personality. I won't necessarily do that because the nature of recruiting duty is to have somebody do something that they don't think they can do or want to do or need to do for that matter. Right, just like how you know physical training you feel like they need to do it because you need to maintain a healthy body, mm. right? Recruiting is kind of like, well, I don't think I need to do that because it's not like health, right? I don't need to join this branch because I need, I, I'm need. i going to get healthy or I don't need to join this branch because it's going to help me be wealthy. Everything else around me could help me do that, right? But for those ones that, you know, it's kind of like, it's, how you say, like a, 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 a black hole of energy like you just mm. draw and all the energy and just it doesn't go nowhere it's just vanish right um for those individuals i don't really uh i, I like dismiss them in a sense right. i usually try to see where they're coming from and what they're trying to accomplish and say you know what hey 
I I I see you. I see you here and you don't want to do this. And I feel like you don't want to do this. But I don't understand why. What is it that you do not see? Or what is it in your life that you feel like this won't help you with? So how um, how about I rephrase that? Because you're you're basically saying no kid gets left behind. Bingo. What's <laughs> your red flag that tells you somebody's gonna need more effort? Mm. See, that's the same thing. It goes oh. back into the same um, I, I get the, premise. I, 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 get, I get the idea, but yeah. obviously you could have, I, I, I don't know, Captain America walk up and you just look at him and you're like, you want the core? And he's like, yep. Mm. And you're like, okay. Bet. Okay, bet. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to do great things. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then you have Steve Urkel walk up to you mm-hmm. and he's all like, I want the core. And mm-hmm. you're like, Okay, and you're like, and then the next week he's like, maybe not. And I was like, is it, <laughs> the wishy-washy is like, okay, well now I got to work through. Like, mm. obviously, there's some things that are just like green light, bing, pass, mm. go, collect two hundred dollars. And then there's the other ones that are like, go directly to jail, and then <laughs> after three turns, you can. <laughs> yeah, so like a, a lot of times they'll quit before we do. So it's more so like, how much effort can they give? So when it comes down, especially when it comes down to physical training, because we will have the smartest ones, the one that score like 99 on the ASVAB, just, just mm. crush it, right? Mm. And they qualify for every job under, under the sun. Mm. But then they move into, all right, now we're going to do physical training. Every Thursday, you're going to be here at X amount of time. We're going to do this. They're like, oh, we could do that. I could do that all day, every day. I'm like, bet. The first training session comes, they, they do that. I don't know how y'all do this. This is this is barbaric. This is scary. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So they'll quit way before we do. But the, the, the whole spectrum of things is, you know, the same thing with physical uh, fitness. They're not there. They're going through all this pain. But who is mm-hmm. it benefiting? Is it really benefiting you or they're benefiting yeah. the client? Mm-hmm. The client gets to wake up every morning and look at their bodies, um, their pecs. Their deltoids, their, mm. their, their, their physique. And they go, Talk dirty to good. me. I, I look good, right? <laughs> right? I look real good. So they're earning that. And they and they just think that we're being jerks. Freaking teaching them how to do that. Yeah. And then when they accomplish something that's great, they don't they don't remember you. <laughs> or they have a spectrum of it. Like, oh, yeah, I remember. You know, he, mm. he helped me see my potential. And then I did it. Mm. I'm like, yeah, you did do it. Mm. Right, but yeah. if the drive wins behind you, you wouldn't have done that. I just, I just Ooh. tell some of the kids I train when they become famous athletes, don't forget, <laughs> don't forget who started you. You're yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I call it more or less like an afterburner, right? So from the recruiting realm, right, when they go off and they ship off and they become Marines and everything like that, they, they, they typically do remember their recruiter, but they remember their drill instructor mm-hmm. more than yes. their recruiter, right? It's it's all compound building on itself, right? However, it's the same thing when it comes to like dating, right? Let's let's just say you're dating somebody, right? For a shorter period amount of time, right? They're in your life. Unfortunately, they leave your life. But the things that you put into their life, hey, hey girl, you know, hey, go out there, start your own business. Let me help you. You know, you're building them. You're building them. But unfortunately, at that time frame. You guys go your separate ways, irreconcilable differences, right? But that next person that comes along for that lady, she's built up. She's she's more confident. She's better. But for the next person, yeah, mm, that's a that's a hard point. 
And that's a lot of common things that's happening in a re- in relationships. I, I, I know nothing of that. You're not talking about like my whole life <laughs> at all. I, I thought I was good luck Chuck for a while. <laughs> oh, they get yep. married to the next He's guy like, after me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. <laughs> but, but you could relate that to anything when when transitioning from a fitness client, going from someone to you or from you to somebody else. A music artist that that's like I'm, I'm ready, I'm good, but they just wasn't ready with the flow, and they just didn't like how, what was going down. So they moved on to the next thing. But they brought the things that you instilled in them, and they became better. See, you know what? He brought up a red flag for me. <laughs> so, you, so you do have them. He said, "I got some red flags." Right, right. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's like it's like a personal red flag because I'll see it happen so many of um, my friends and things like that, right? Where they will spend hours and hours building themselves, right? Building themselves, mm. going through all the heartache and pain, like you was mentioning earlier in the show, right? Going through all that, and then they finally get their sliver of success, mm. right? And then now they meet the right girl, right? Yeah. All the right features, everything, rock and roll. The mental aspect is there. They rocking, right? And then for some reason, this man will forget that he built himself. And he'll claim it on her. Like, yeah, she helped me get where I need to be. Mm. He was like, you met her for two months. Yeah, but that energy. Okay, cool. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm not saying that a lot of females do not bring a lot to the table, a lot of energy to the table, but I, a lot it, of relationships. Yeah. And it goes by um both ways, okay. right? You have a female that go through the worst. Yep. And they come come through on the next side. And they're successful. And then the male that comes in, mm. right, claim that success. Saying, hey, I built, helped you get there. I built that success for you. Mm. Yeah, I'll see what you but let, let me tell you, confidence. for somebody in the dating world right now, <laughs> like, date, dating PTSD is real. <laughs> that, that energy, you know, error carried, carried forward. Mm-hmm. And it, you don't know what you don't know until. Yep. No, you don't know. Until you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It, it, I've just I've noticed that one is and mm-hmm. that's just error carried forward mm-hmm. is they're just bouncing around mm-hmm. and then somebody it's, it's a lot of these people out here it's just like who hurt you and then yeah. it's like everybody mm-hmm. and I'm like oh okay yeah oh sorry yeah because for me for me right now like I can't blame I can't say all my success was built on my own back right yeah. it was built on my significant other she helped me get to where I need to be and she helped me yeah. iron out all my you know BS's and all my trash and all that stuff so mm-hmm. if i go to the next the next female yeah she's not gonna say that she did that for well, me that, i'm like nah homie this yeah, this was it's, uh, it's a, a, a it's rough a action yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's why at world financial group we have this thing called power couples yeah. <laughs> you like because that? it's uh it's about the teamwork yes teamwork mm-hmm. makes the dream work yeah it is now we we are coming up on our time gentlemen i'm gonna put it to you like this hey i was I'm ecstatic. You know, this seemed like an amazing show. I'm going to put it to you right there. Ray, come on, man. You know for a fact that we always say making the right impression at the end. However, brother, I do want to take this time frame to just thank you for hosting this episode, this time frame. Right? Don't take my next one. (laughs) But, uh, Reno, hey, brother, this is our first time on here. I would love to have you back. I believe 
the chemistry is just flat out there, man. Yes, sir. Shoot, I might not even need to show up again, man. You might have found another host. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. And Make then, it a conglomerate. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And I appreciate that love, man. Um, I'd be pleased. This is, this is I seen myself years ago. This is what I've seen myself making my fortune off of. Doing this for the rest of my life, man. This, this is what I do, man. I love music. I love people. Um, in any way I can help, man. Um, yeah, just follow Reno TV, Rambo TV, man. We taking over for independent artists, man. We're here to we're here for you. We work. <laughs> See, I just love talking. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> yeah, I, like, that. I like that. I like that. I like that. And man, you know, trying to pull you on the show, Molly, man, it's it's the closest thing to me. If y'all didn't know, we we related in some way, shape, or form, mm -hmm. you know. Yes, sir. But this is my brother. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Thank mm -hmm. you for being on the show, brother. No worries. I'm here. I'm here. That's mm -hmm. what I'm talking about, man. Sure. With that being said, Ray, take us home, man. And just to echo Zavi's sentiments, I want to thank everybody here. Uh, Zavi, as always, thank you for helping set up the initial, making the right initial impression uh, for everybody here and being a collector of people, if you will, building your mm. own team uh, to be able to have everybody grow together uh, towards their long games. Yeah. And with that said, thank you all for joining us today. And I hope that we made an impression. Boom. Mm -hmm.